I gave this platform to God, okay? I'm on a very specific mission. We have to identify who the real enemy is. We have to know where does this infiltration come from. The American people need a warrior that's unafraid to point out the real enemy. The American people are deserving of truth, exposure, and extreme accountability for the crimes against humanity that are being committed. We're on the brink of the complete collapse of America, while at the same time at the precipice of an amazing victory. If we want to prevent our children from facing a future bloodbath, I mean, I'm talking mass amounts of bloodshed, we need to step up and fight this war, and we need to fight it now. Uncensored. I refuse to be silenced or muzzled. Unafraid. No man will intimidate me. Unstoppable. Good evening and welcome to the Stu Peters Show. So a 19-year-old from Florida called Dylan Brewer has now been arrested and faces felony charges for the crime of skidding his tires over a gay pride flag that was painted on an intersection in Delray Beach. Brewer had to turn himself into police on Monday after they had launched this full-scale investigation into the hurting of gay feelings, I guess, and was later released on $5,200 bond. $5,200 and felony charges for driving through an intersection. They didn't even bother to try claiming that he'd, you know, risked somebody's safety or killed someone or even disrupted the flow of traffic. No, they just got straight to the point, letting everyone know the police are working on behalf of the gay lobby to force compliance, much like they did with the lockdowns and the bioweapon, you know, just following orders. In a news release, the local police said that the, quote, reckless action caused significant damage to the, streets, to the streetscape painting, which serves as a symbol of unity and inclusivity for the LGBTQ community, end quote. The streetscape. Uh, more like the hellscape. I mean, this is insane. Dylan Brewer did his community a service by driving over this monstrosity. Would you want your kids looking at this filth? Every time you drive down the street, every time they pass through on their way to school. These things are planted in our communities to raise questions and to molest the impressionable young minds of children, period. And painting them on the crosswalks in these intersections, it gives them some form of legitimacy to many, especially to kids who are being told that the government is the arbiter of fact and fiction or right and wrong. It's a psyop. It's a psyop in the fullest by introduction and saturation. Now, remember... Local community governments, usually run by fat women with short hair and wide room glasses, they first started painting these degenerate flag murals on the streets a few years ago. And then they told us, hey, these are just going to be there to mark Pride Month. You should just put up with it for 30 days. Just like we put up with grown men standing in the middle of a street, taking off their clothes, waving their genitalia in the faces of children. Not arrested for lewd and lascivious conduct. Not arrested for criminal sexual conduct involving a minor child. No, protected by the cops. If you try to intervene, you'll go to jail. And so we all knew that these things would never go away. And guess what? They never went away. Because once you give these demons an inch, they take a mile. Miles, actually. And then they use those miles to oppress the rest of us. They're telling you that they can now throw you in jail if they don't like the way that you drive over a homosexual flag crosswalk that you paid for. And showing how ridiculous this entire thing really is, the police in Delray Beach even released a security footage tape of Dylan driving through the intersection. If you look at this footage, which we're about to show you, there are already tire marks all over the place. All Dylan did was just add a couple more. Look.
Do you hear him in the background? Oh my God. Oh my God. You know, it's obvious what this is. This is just behavior modification, more forced acceptance of perverse lifestyles from a bloated local government. These local governments are run like little fiefdoms where the local political machine taking orders from their bosses and the national parties and the PACs that they get their money from force the very same perverted anti-human agenda down the throats of their community that the World Economic Forum and the Federal Reserve and the Uniparty are pushing at the national and global level. That's what it is. They say that all politics are local, and the gay lobby's war on America is a prime example of it. Our streets have been saturated with degenerate flags. Entire cities are shut down so that men in high heels and women who've chopped their breasts off can come in and strip in the streets and have public gay orgies that they pawn off as parades, oftentimes with the mayor, with the city council, with the cops, even with the governor in some states, marching right next to them. And it's getting even more disgusting as they've given this access to children at these events. These perverts are having kids delivered to them on the rainbow-colored streets. And anyone who doesn't like it faces criminal charges. They face jail time. Local police departments are being used by psychotic homosexuals in local governments to ideologically rape the rest of America into not just accepting their lifestyles, but promoting them. Not just accepting and promoting, but funding them. And making them a part of their daily lives. And how much were these charges influenced by the Trump flag that Dylan was flying on the back of his truck? That likely made him a target for deranged leftists and queers who come to the brink of busting into flames every time they hear Trump's name or see a gas-powered vehicle. That Trump flag and that jacked-up truck were a one-two punch that they just couldn't handle. And when their precious pride flag became involved, it really sent them over the edge. Oh, you know, Candace Taylor is here to talk about this. But one more thing about that footage before we bring her in. Why does a pride flag intersection have better security cameras than the DNC headquarters that were supposedly pipe bombed or were supposed to be? Law enforcement could track down Dylan Brewer and charge him for driving on a painted stretch of road, but they can't hunt down the supposed DNC pipe bomber. It's like the street was painted rainbow and the cameras were set up for the specific purpose of charging motorists with not supporting this degeneracy. It's disgusting. Candace Taylor has promised us here with us now. Good friend, former gubernatorial candidate in Georgia. Uh, You're doing big things in Georgia still. This guy uh, didn't do anything dangerous. He didn't hurt anybody. He's a kid, I mean, who supports President Trump and doesn't support uh, homosexuality and the molestation of children. Yeah, well, my problem is why does communities get to take over taxpayer streets with this trash? It happens in Atlanta. In fact, I had explained to my six-year-old in Atlanta, gay pride street. He was like, mama, there's a rainbow. Why does this street have a rainbow? Well, baby, it's representing Skittles. They like candy here. It's like Willy Wonka. Well, why are they dressed? Because, I mean, people on the street dress, transgenders, drag queens on the street. And I'm wanting to literally cover his face. I said, baby, I'm going to be having a circus here this week. I don't know what's going on. Because my son is six years old. He doesn't understand sexuality and gay and preference. And he shouldn't have to. That's my number one concern with this. Why are these streets painted with taxpayer money that built them? Why are they allowed to be painted? That should be vandalism. That. Yeah, without your permission, just like they spend every other dollar. And we're funding our own demise. 
Uh, by the way, just as a side note, StuPeters.com, watch Slave Nation. This is how to get out of this. Real remedy, moving the ball. No more funding our own demise, bioweapons, and forever wars from the Jewish lobby that basically runs our entire government. And they run this as well, don't they? Yeah, they run this. 100%. They're controlling everything. I have a Republican governor that just got back from Davos for the second time. We're having a new EV plant put in middle Georgia now. Oh, and get this. We also have a monkey farm. 33,000 monkeys, half a million, no, $500 million in southwest Georgia. Why would we have a monkey farm for pharmaceutical research? Wasn't that what COVID got released through in, in China? This is the insanity of Republican governors. This is what's going on all over our nation. And then we paint our streets rainbow and have celebrate that. And someone who goes over it and they're thinking, this is ridiculous. A road gets tire marks. That's what happens. It's a street. That's, that's what happens. And you're arresting a kid. That's profiling. That's illegal. And whoever did that to him and charged him, they should be arrested. Yeah. I think homosexuality should just be illegal. I told that to the British Broadcasting Company. Uh, and we should make it very clear. If you touch our kids, we'll kill you. I think that that's a precedent that needs to be set. You should have the death penalty if you touch kids. Uh, I know your six-year-old personally, and he's a very inquisitive and brilliant young man. Uh, you know, and I have two boys as well that are in school and one is a sixth grader and one is a third grader at my sixth grader school. They have an entire wall painted rainbow. Oh no. And he knows exactly what it stands for. And he's not putting up with that stuff. They're just forcing it down your throat. Uh, fortunately, you know, my son, both of them are independent and critical thinkers that obviously can come to their own conclusions. And they come to me, they ask me like, okay, wh wh why are they allowed to do this? And I told them exactly why they're doing it. And a lot of people feel like, oh, my gosh, you hate gay people. No, I don't. I don't hate gay people at all. I hope that they – I pray that they repent and walk away from that lifestyle so that they're not doomed eternally to the lake of fire while their souls burn in hell. I, that's really all there is to it because I love everybody. But homosexuality is a sin. It's degenerate. It's disgusting. I mean, put on your mud flaps and go off-roading on this Hershey Highway. It's gross. Like, I, mean, I can't even imagine. Um, but what, what is the big picture here? I've got about two minutes left. What's the big picture behind the reason why they're charging him? What message are they sending? Yeah, they're just sending a message to conservatives that you're going to accept it or we're going to put you in jail. And you have a Trump flag, so obviously you're a hater. It's not about hate. In fact, you mentioned love. Love is love with the biggest farce of a message, especially on Valentine's Day. So we can talk about that. Love is Jesus Christ. He created marriage between man and woman. That is love. That is authentic. I love you, too. You're one of my very best friends. We have love, but love is love and accepting all sin is a lie. It's a lie from the pits of hell. And somebody posted this week and said, Judas, he, Jesus washed his feet. And guess what Judas did? Judas went to hell. So just because you wash feet doesn't mean that God accepts you. And that whole commercial in the NFL has set me off. And I know I saw you tweeted about it, too, but this whole just accept everything. Political correctness is what got us into the mess we're in, and we have to draw the line somewhere and say no more. That's right. We're at war. We're at war for our kids. I was laughing because I've had a lot of these love conversations <laughs> recently. I've got love for you is different than I love you, which is different than I'm in love with you. I mean, it's it's a, it's all it's all love. Uh, but yeah, you're, you're, in love is different than I love you. But I would take a bullet for you, Sue Peters. I love you. <laughs> and you know what? The feeling is mutual. Ditto. I would do the same. Candace Taylor, best friend, thank you so much for being here. God bless you. God bless you. We say it all the time on this program. We don't have a government. No, we have a rogue, murderous corporate crime syndicate. We don't have any representation in Washington, D.C. But look around. 
Banks all over the place are collapsing. And then they're getting bailed out. And who's paying for that? You are. Biden says taxpayers won't pay. Well, how do those banks get that money? The Fed prints the money to cover the losses, which will cause more inflation, or they just get the money from the Treasury. Either way, you're paying for it. So what can two average Joes like you and I even do about it? Simple. Protect your wealth with physical gold and silver, just like so many other Americans and banks are doing right now, just like I'm doing. I get my gold and silver from Gold Co. Call them today, please, 855-706-GOLD. Learn how to protect your savings with gold and silver. Again, that number is 855-706-GOLD. Call Gold Co. today, 855-706-GOLD. Let's face it, there is a low testosterone epidemic in our generation. The food that men are eating, the lives that men are living, are lowering testosterone levels at alarming rates. Men in the 21st century have the lowest testosterone levels in history, and simply put, most men are not the men the generations before us were. If you're feeling run down, if you're experiencing weight gain, just feeling generally less energetic, these are often telltale signs of low testosterone. If you think that you may or know that you do have low test, there is a solution. Man's Edge is an all-in-one general health and testosterone-boosting supplement from Neutronics Labs. The proprietary formula of Man's Edge offers much more than a standard testosterone booster, combining fenugreek, IGF-1, and other clinically-backed ingredients. Now, studies have shown that men taking fenugreek experienced a whopping 46% increase in testosterone levels, and that's just one of the powerhouse ingredients in Man's Edge. Unlike other products on the market, Man's Edge has a patented liposome delivery system ensuring up to 98% absorption versus just 20-30% to of powders and pills. For a limited time, Neutronics Labs is offering a great deal on Man's Edge. Buy one bottle of Man's Edge and get a second bottle absolutely free. That's buy one, get one absolutely free. Just visit getigf1.com or click the link on our show notes and make men men again with Man's Edge. Again, that's getigf1.com. Friends, I've got some alarming news. I've learned that over 70% of the power lines in our country, America, are over 25 years old with many approaching the end of their typical 50 to 80 year life cycle. This will have severe consequences for our communities and our families, leaving us completely vulnerable to both power outages and cyber attacks. Coupled with the increasing number of major natural and manufactured disasters that our country is expected to experience in the future, it's no surprise that many Americans are searching for a safe and reliable alternative to traditional generators. Solar power generators are the only way to go, and solar power generators from Goal Zero offer a quiet, fume-free, reliable source of power. They're safe, they're portable, they're maintenance-free. A Goal Zero generator is ideal for all kinds of things, emergencies, camping, off-grid living. Don't wait for these people to manufacture another disaster. Go to survivalistscoop.com slash Peters to secure your family's safety right now. That's survivalistscoop.com slash Peters. I gave this platform to God, okay? I'm on a very specific mission. We have to identify who the real enemy is. We have to know where does this infiltration come from. The American people need a warrior that's unafraid to point out the real enemy. The American people are deserving of truth, exposure, and extreme accountability for the crimes against humanity that are being committed. We're on the brink of the complete collapse of America, while at the same time at the precipice of an amazing victory. If we want to prevent our children from facing a future bloodbath, I mean, I'm talking mass amounts of bloodshed, we need to step up and fight this war, and we need to fight it now. Uncensored. I refuse to be silenced or muzzled. Unafraid. No man will intimidate me. Unstoppable. We don't need more political candidates. What we need is another William Wallace.
Welcome back to the Stu Peters Show. So new footage from the January 6th demonstrations that was released by Derek Evans and National File shows a Hispanic man climbing up onto a scaffolding, lifting a revolver into the air, and then just firing two shots before nonchalantly climbing right back down. And here he is firing off. That was, that was really quick. Let's sh- show that one more time. And here he is firing off. Okay, yeah, that was a Hispanic man on a scaffold with a revolver firing two shots in the air in broad daylight in front of Jesus Christ and hundreds of thousands of people and the cops and the feds that we know were there for sure. And here he is firing off. You see that, right? I mean, I'm not, that's not a conspiracy theory. That's a guy on a scaffold firing a gun in the air, right? And here he is firing off. Now, since that footage was released, the corporate media, of course, has tried to spin it to say, hey, this is just more proof. The January 6th protesters were violent domestic terrorists. Others, including suspected (coughs) confirmed Fed plants among conservative media, have outright refused to cover the story. Why? That's a guy on a scaffold. Show it again. And here he is firing off. Yeah, that's a guy on a scaffold firing a gun in the air. And why aren't they showing this? Who, why are they refusing to cover this? Doesn't that make it seem very likely that there's something really serious going on here? You know, pay close attention to who covers this story. And how they cover it, more importantly. Show that tape again. And here he is firing off. That tape is about to seriously disrupt the J6 narrative. Show it again. And here he is firing off. You should ask yourself also why some so-called reporters would have such a vested interest in protecting that narrative. Show it again. And here he is firing off. This guy, like so many others on January 6th, may very well have been a Fed. And if he wasn't working directly for the Feds, he may very well have been among the numerous confirmed agent provocateurs sent in by Fed-backed groups like Antifa to make sure that those protests devolved into violence. Show it again. And here he is firing off. The man in that footage has been identified in multiple reports as John Emanuel Benuelos, who NBC News had identified back in 2022 as having brought a handgun to the demonstrations. Did he, though? Did he? Let, let me see it again. Was there a gun in that? And here he is firing off. Now, even though that guy has been identified as John Emanuel Banuelos in the corporate press as an armed January 6th agitator for nearly two years, guess what? He's never been arrested for that. Go outside of your home in your neighborhood right now. Go outside your apartment complex. Go outside of your office if you're still working. Do this. And here he is firing off. Yep, somebody's going to call 911. The cops are going to rush to your location. You're going to be thrown in handcuffs, likely at gunpoint. You're going to be arrested. You're going to be charged. You're going to be tried. 
and you're going to be convicted because you're on tape doing it. A ring camera got you somewhere. You know, some of these cameras that they use for surveillance for COVID, remember, or running a red light. Yeah, no way to argue that. And here he is firing off. Never arrested for that. Never even hauled in front of that sham January 6th committee to testify, which is truly remarkable and should set off just as many red flags as someone like, oh, I don't know, Ray Apps. I mean, just consider the extraordinary lengths that that January 6th committee and their press shills went to trying to convince the American people that January 6th protesters came into D.C. with guns looking to take over, seize control of the federal government in a violent insurrection. But here's this guy on a scaffold in broad daylight with thousands of witnesses pulling out a gun, elevated up in the air where everybody can see him and firing off two shots. Show it again. And here he is firing off. Now, if you can imagine the situation getting even more bizarre, it actually does. This guy, Ben Walos, was arrested in Utah in the stabbing death of a young man and then just let go. Even though he admittedly killed him, he was able to supposedly convince the cops that he'd acted in self-defense by killing someone in some dispute over some money. But while he was in police custody, he just rambled on and on about Donald Trump and January 6th. Donald Trump and January 6th, January 6th, Donald Trump, like some crazy broken record who'd been programmed by the feds. Like he was repeating the talking points that he had downloaded that were drilled into his head by his handlers. And that's not conspiratorial in nature. No, the federal government does this all the time. They take mentally ill people. They take people with a few screws loose or with a substance abuse problem or who are in financial straits, and then they turn them against their countrymen. They turn them against themselves. They become federal foot soldiers in the war against the American people, and oftentimes they end up dead or at minimum in prison. Or they end up being pushed into doing something horrific that never had to happen. And then usually it's used to justify attacks on civil liberties or political persecutions or like at January 6th, it's used to put the finishing touches on a stolen election and to hold American citizens as prisoners of war on U.S. soil without due process. We saw it in Michigan. In Michigan, the feds engineered a plot to kidnap and kill that COVID tyrant, Governor Gretchen Whitmer, and tried to throw a bunch of guys in jail over it. A few of them they did manage to put away through the rigged DOJ, of course, and the federal court system. But when the defendants were tried at the local level, juries just laughed the case out of court. An FBI agent was even forced to admit under oath that he helped to train the supposed Whitmer plotters to execute the attack. It was all cooked up by the feds. It was all fake. The only real part about it was the real lives that were destroyed by the FBI. But this is what they do. They do this every single time. Yeah, show it again. And here he is firing off. January 6th Patriot and 2024 congressional candidate Derek Evans knows a thing or two about the corrupt DOJ and the crooked FBI. And he joins us now. Uh, Derek, thank you so much for coming. We appreciate you being here. Uh, Stu, thank you so much for having me on, man. Really appreciate all the stuff you do. Guy climbs up on a scaffold with a gun, 
fires two shots in the air and then just climbs back down, never arrested, nothing happens. Make sense of this for us. Yeah, well, the crazy thing is, you know, to your point earlier of the, the media trying to cover this up, uh, NBC actually, to your your credit, it also uh, did an article on this guy over two years ago showing uh, a clear picture of him on the, the Capitol grounds with the, the handgun in his uh, waistband and nothing's been ha- happened to him. But even further, after we broke this story, they went through, uh, NBC did, and uh, and covered that this guy, the, the CCT footage and showed this guy in the CCT footage firing this this gun off. And so the government has had this footage in their possession for over three years and this guy has never been charged but yet any anyone who is an actual trump supporter who you know stepped on the wrong blade of grass that day uh, grandmas and grand grandpas or whoever has been arrested and raided and thrown in prison uh for for just stepping on, on the grass that day but this guy's firing off weapons and nothing's happening to him pastor on the steps of the capitol building just praying uh arrested yeah. you know life destroyed financial ruins likely a divorce i mean uh Vehicles repossessed, no food on the table for the kids. People ushered in, literally doors opened up by the cops. Derek, if they want to shut that place down and lock it up, they can lock it up as tight as a drum. The only time that you can get into the Capitol or gain access to the Capitol is if they open the doors and let you into the people's house. They opened the doors and they let people in on that day. This was a setup from the very beginning. Who orchestrated all of this, in your opinion? Well, you're, you're, you're exactly correct. I want people to understand a lot of these doors that we entered, like the doors I entered, for instance, on the East Rotunda area, they're, they're built to withstand a rocket launcher hitting that, those doors. They're magnetically locked. There's no way that American patriots could have, could have opened those doors. Uh, I believe that it was Nancy Pelosi in the deep state uh, had a big hand in this. We know that they, they refused to, uh, you know, President Trump's request for the National Guard that day. Uh, we know that, that, that uh, I think it's Congressman Clay Higgins has, you know, reported that there were hundreds federal agents involved that day. We don't know what their roles were or, you know, what they were doing there, but we know that they were there. Um, and and we need to get to the bottom of this. That's why our Republican-controlled Congress needs to grow a backbone. They need to release all 44,000 hours of footage to the American public. And we need to have actual investigations, user subpoena power uh, to bring these people in and ask them questions under oath. And let's get to the bottom of this. This is a big deal, a guy firing off a gun. If I walk outside of this studio right now and I take my gun off my hip, which I always carry, by the way, and... I fire two shots in the air. How long do you think it's going to take for the cops to get here and arrest me? <laughs> no, not very long at all. And if they, for whatever reason they didn't, they would definitely be coming and knocking on your so door. So I'm firing off a gun in the city limits of Minneapolis, which is illegal. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so I would expect that I would be arrested. I believe it's a misdemeanor, possibly a felony. Does anybody know? It doesn't matter. I would be arrested. I would be brought to jail. I would be booked. I'd be given a court date after being released on bond. And then I would be convicted of either this misdemeanor or this felony firing off a gun, depending on if you hurt somebody or anything else. This is this is at the capital of the United States, where I think even looking at a gun is illegal. And it's fired into the air among thousands and thousands and thousands of people and right in front of the police. This is obvious. The guy's a fed. There's no other yeah, explanation Stu, for it. And, and Stu, he climbs right back down. I mean, people can watch the full footage over at j6footage.org. And, and that's the crazy thing. He climbs up, pulls a gun out, you know, fires off two rounds, and then immediately climbs back down and leaves. If you watch the other protesters who are climbing the scaffolding, they continue climbing. They're up there. They're waving their flags. They're there to protest. This guy was not there to protest. He was there to specifically fire that gun off for whatever reason. He wanted everybody to see him do it. He climbed back down. 
and nothing's ever happened to him. So to me, it's very fishy, and we got, we got a lot of questions that need to be answered. Uh, yeah, like which federal agency is he working for and yes. at the behest of who? Um, let me ask you this. What did demonstrators do around him that were at the bottom of the scaffolding after he fired off these two rounds? I think people were in shock. I, honestly, I do. I mean, people, people were sitting there. And, and the other thing, I mean, look, there were people above him on the scaffolding. Anyone who, I mean, you carry a gun, you know what it's like. Like people who are, you know, self, uh, Second Amendment people and, and practice good gun control and have grown up around guns and used to do this, they would never fire off a weapon in the, in the vicinity of other people. If there's people above you, you wouldn't fire a gun up into the air with people above you. So that to me, once again, tells me this guy has not had any sort of proper training. He's probably not even a real second amendment type of person because uh, uh, someone who practices, you know, uh, with guns and stuff would, would never, would, they would never do something so negligent. So they know who he is. They know where he is. The media knows who he is. This is kind of a big deal, isn't it? I mean, why, why wouldn't the Fox News channel be all over this? Why isn't CNN or MSNBC or any of the major broadcast networks, NBC, ABC, CBS, why, why, aren't, they, why aren't they demanding that this guy is arrested? He's been identified. Why, why aren't there people calling for this guy to be arrested? I am. Arrest this guy. Uh, arrest him. Well, Fox he, he, News and all those places are bought and paid for, Stu. That's why it's important for people to continue supporting programs such as yours, people who are actually willing to cover the truth. And uh, because Fox News is, is bought and paid for, they don't want to cover January 6th or anything like that for whatever reason. Uh, but but you're exactly correct. This is, this is a major story. This is something that, um, look, they have rounded up people they've went into communities with military tanks knocked down doors flew drones into people's homes flashbanged families held children at gunpoint all to arrest uh some 70 year old grandma for for trespassing on capital grounds but they have evidence and have had evidence for over three years of this guy pulling out a gun and shooting it and they they don't have any interest in this guy i mean it's it's obvious to anyone who's willing to look at this from an objective standpoint you said Nancy Pelosi in the deep state. Can you be more specific? Who's the deep state? Are you, are these nameless, faceless people like Alex Jones, like the, 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 the globalists? Who who are these people? The deep state. Well, to me, to me, the deep state are these three letter agencies that are run, being ran by unelected bureaucrats with no accountability, and and they they do not love our country. They are, in my opinion, uh, working uh, tirelessly to destabilize and destroy our country from within. And they're actually, if you really sit around and, and take a step back and look, they are winning right now because American patriots are not really getting involved at the level we need to be getting involved. Yeah, this country hasn't seen a violent insurrection yet. How far are the American people going to be pushed before they just lash out like a dog? Well, I tell everyone, look, they say there wasn't enough police officers there to control the crowd. But so then the question remains on January 6th, who controlled the crowd? We did because we were there. We were not there to be violent. We were not there armed. We were not there for an insurrection. We were there exercising our natural God-given rights of free speech. When you watch like my video, for instance, uh, after receiving the friendly fist bump from the police officer and walking through open set of doors, I'm heard on video reminding people not to be violent, not to be destructive. We were self-policing ourselves. There were enough police, uh, enough people there, enough protesters. We could have ripped that building apart uh, brick by brick and everybody could have carried a brick home and they'd probably be I mean, that's what we could have done. We did not go there with those intentions. What intention did you go there with? To petition the government to redress your grievances and uh, protest what was clearly a fraudulent and stolen election? I mean, that's, that's what I gathered. 
That's exactly why I was there. And, you know, it's important for people to remember that our rights do not come from the government. Our rights come from God, our creator. And the Constitution was written to prevent the government from infringing on our natural God-given rights of free speech. Uh, free speech. It's really a shame, Stu, when you think about it, the fact that American patriots even felt the need to go there that day. We have elected representatives who, quite frankly, just did not have the courage to do what they were supposed to do. They weren't they weren't beating the drums and 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 actually representing us. So the American patriots felt the need to travel all across the country that day to go there to uh, to get them to do what we elected them to do. And it's it's really sad we even had to go there to begin with. Yeah, I was on Fort Myers Beach at the time um, and, and seriously considered going to the January 6th assembly. Uh, there were several people at Fort Myers Beach walking up and down the beach with Trump flags, with American flags on big, long sticks, flying these flags. I talked to several of them that were going to go there. I wished them to be safe. I would have gone there had I not had my kids. Um, you know, but I was on vacation and it just happened to be where, where I was and what I was doing, but I could very easily have been there to see all this. And I've seen countless hours of footage myself, thanks to the uh, J6 footage, you know, website. But as far as the 44,000 hours of unredacted, unedited film, why hasn't Congress moved to release it? We have a Republican controlled Congress, right? Well, we have a Republican-controlled Congress, but we don't have a conservative American patriot-controlled Congress, that's for sure. Oh. We've got a bunch of spotless, jellyback rhinos representing us in Congress right now. No, 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 no. Well, away and- let me, let me, I want to be very clear. What we yeah. have in Congress is a group of people who have been blackmailed, bribed, or paid off by Jews. Yeah, well, you're, you're, you're not wrong, that's for sure. But, you know, we got people rotting away in prison right now, Stu. Rotting away in prison, and th- some of this footage could potentially exonerate them. I mean, that's that's what's crazy, and th- nobody seems to care about releasing the footage. Look, on one hand, you have the insurrectionists, the quote-unquote domestic terrorists such as myself, who were saying, "We please release the footage of the crimes that we committed to the world for everyone to see it for themselves. On the other hand, you have the government saying, no, 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 you guys can't watch this, but these are domestic terrorists, these are insurrectionists, these are evil people, you just have to take our word for it. So I ask the American people, who are you going to believe on this? Have you ever known a group of criminals who are begging for the footage of their crimes to be released? I've never known of that. Yeah, very well put, actually. That's that's a very interesting angle, and you're absolutely right. Uh, if I'm going to admit to a crime, then you know, show me the film, right? If If, hey... If I go into court for firing my gun off down the street here in Minneapolis, there's cameras all over these city streets. They're going to bring in every angle that they have, and they're going to show all of the different angles of, yep, there's Stu Peters. There he is. He's, that's him. He's clearly identifiable, Your Honor, or to the jury, you know, whatever. Uh, this is him. There, there's just no escaping that. We have that of this guy that climbed up on the scaffold and shot. He's not arrested. But all the people are arrested and then call for the tapes to release for the public to draw their own relevant conclusions when they watch all of this criminal offense happening right in front of them. No, we're not going to do that. Very interesting. Well, they don't want to release the footage unredacted, Stu, because then people would see the all the federal agents who are involved there. That's why I think they're going through and trying to you know blur faces and all this stuff. Like uh, Release the footage unredacted. We deserve to know how many federal agents were there, who they were working for, what they're instructed to do. We should be subpoenaing. Uh, once we find those people, they should subpoena all the communications that those people had in the months leading up to January 6th and actually really get to the bottom of this. But to your point, we have a bunch of bribed people in Congress who don't have the courage to do what, uh, what needs to be done. There were Ukrainian spies there. <laughs> there literally, we've covered this. The, yep. there, we've released the footage of this. There, there were Ukrainian spies there, ostensibly Jewish. Uh, because their country's leader is is Jewish and a Nazi at the same time, which is really ironic. Uh, 
And then there were also Israeli Mossad agents there. And so if the corporate media, cable news media, Fox News, you said they're all bought and paid for. We know who funds them, BlackRock, State Street, Vanguard. Um, they all have you know, ties to or are directly in Israel, right? And so if there were Israeli Mossad agents there and the corporate media is paid by these people who claim to be Jews, right? Then the corporate media who's covering it up at the behest of these people who claim to be Jews obviously helped to orchestrate it because they're the criminals that don't want the footage of their own crimes released. So is it is it kind of over the line for me to draw the conclusion that Israel had a whole lot to do with January 6th? No, it's not. And, and to your point, look, the, the people who are covering this up and working tirelessly to cover this up, they're the ones who stole the election from President Trump and the American people. They're the ones who orchestrated January 6th, and they were working tirelessly to cover this up because they don't want uh, to, to go to prison. So what, they, what they've done in the process is they have uh, uh, you know, targeted and arrested and thrown in prison so are thousands you, are of people you saying, right now. Are, are you saying that Jews stole the election? I mean, I think that that's a good question to ask right now. I don't know who stole the election. But I think that it's a fair question to ask right now. As I, I think we need to get to the bottom of it. We that's another thing. We've never even gotten got to the bottom of the 2020 election. They, everybody just wants to move forward as if nothing ever happened there. We need to have an actual investigation into 2020 as well and get to the bottom of this uh, before we can ever move forward. And to the to, to the crazy people on the left who want to say, "Well, it was never stolen," the the one thing they can't argue is. Trust in the process has been stolen from the American people, and we're never going to be able to move forward uh, until we have open and transparent elections. And that starts with investigating 2020. No, you did not see a stolen election. <laughs> no, you saw no such crime. Look at me, Derek Evans. You have seen nothing. Look at this pen. Look at this. You have seen no such crime. This was part of your imagination. You have seen nothing. You will forget all about this. We're not going to, I mean, 2024, what does it matter? does it matter we saw what happened in 2020 so I, I mean seriously are people like amnesia or what what is it like or vote harder trust them this time what's the process for a free and fair election in this country i mean we, we just don't have that here paper ballots counted that night results displayed on television but we don't have a fair and honest media we have a criminal you know government murderous corporate crime syndicate at the helm here uh, do you have hope for this, by the way? Are we going to, do you agree with my show intro with that? We're at the precipice of a major victory. Oh, we, we absolutely are. And, and I'll say I'm endorsed by Mike Lindell. So, you know, I agree with you on terms of getting rid of the machines and paper ballots counted by hand on, on election day. Uh, and, and to answer the question about what are people, I, I think people are just hopeful. I don't, I think that people are at the point where our country is, they might not uh, consciously be aware, but I think subconsciously people are aware that this country is truly on the brink of collapse. Yep. And I'm not talking about the people watching your show. I think people watching your show understand that. I'm talking about the, the average Joe out there. I think subconsciously they're aware of that. And I think a lot of people are just putting hope into the 2024 election because they don't know what else to do. But I'll tell you, uh, I'm preparing my family to live like Amish people because I believe that we're close to, that close to the collapse of our, of our country and economy. I'll be your neighbor. God bless you. Derek Evans, thank you so much for being here. Appreciate it. Thanks, dude. Appreciate you, man. We say it all the time on this program. We don't have a government. No, we have a rogue, murderous corporate crime syndicate. We don't have any representation in Washington, D.C. But look around. Banks all over the place are collapsing. 
and then they're getting bailed out. And who's paying for that? You are. Biden says taxpayers won't pay. Well, how do those banks get that money? The Fed prints the money to cover the losses, which will cause more inflation, or they just get the money from the Treasury. Either way, you're paying for it. So what can two average Joes like you and I even do about it? Simple. Protect your wealth with physical gold and silver, just like so many other Americans and banks are doing right now, just like I'm doing. I get my gold and silver from Gold Co. Call them today, please, 855-706-GOLD. Learn how to protect your savings with gold and silver. Again, that number is 855-706-GOLD. Call Gold Co. today, 855-706-GOLD. I really wish I didn't have to bring you more concerning news, especially if you're dealing with gum bleeding or teeth issues or bad breath. Let me just ask you, do you know the exact ingredients that your toothpaste contains? Probably not. This might come as a real shock, but a lot of these toothpaste brands are detergent-based. So that means that these toothpastes are trying to remove grime off of your teeth using the same aggressive procedures that bleach uses to remove stains off of your white t-shirt. Sounds healthy. So because of all of this, the toxic ingredients in these common dental products like SLS or sodium fluoride are wiping out the population of good bacteria in your mouth. So in turn, that means this allows the bad bacteria to take over and eat at your gums and teeth. It actually explains why teeth can strive for thousands of years outside of the mouth while in our mouths they get ruined by plain chocolate. Good news. ProDentum is a completely natural and 100% effective probiotic candy created by Dr. Drew Sutton. It gathers five scientifically proven extra strong strains combining a total of 3.5 billion good bacteria into one revolutionary probiotic soft candy that rebuilds your oral flora, allowing you to regain your smile. The soft probiotic candy has already been tried by more than 150,000 people with amazing results. It's time to put an end to all of your gum and teeth problems. Find out more about ProDentum by going to ProDentum.com slash stew. Again, that's ProDentum.com slash stew. Do you know if you're getting enough magnesium? Yeah, because four out of every five Americans just aren't. And that's a big problem because magnesium is involved in more than 300 biochemical reactions in your body. So today I want to talk to you about the most common signs to look for that could indicate you're magnesium deficient. Listen carefully to the end because I have a special offer happening right now and this could be exactly what you need. Here we go. Are you irritable or anxious? Lots of people probably would say yes. Do you struggle with insomnia? Uh, in current times, who isn't? Do you experience muscle cramps or muscle twitches? Do you have high blood pressure? Are you sometimes constipated? I mean, there are just dozens of symptoms of magnesium deficiency and these are just a few of the most common ones. And here's what people don't know. Taking magnesium, just any magnesium supplement, won't solve your problems because most supplements use these cheap kinds that your body can't use or absorb. And that's why I exclusively recommend Magnesium Breakthrough. Why? Well, it's the only full-spectrum magnesium supplement with the seven most critical and unique forms of magnesium that your body can actually use and absorb. All Bioptimizer supplements are best in class. Now, if for some reason you feel differently, you get a full refund, no questions asked. They're so confident they offer a 365-day money-back guarantee. Magnesium is extremely important. Go to magbreakthrough.com slash Peters. Again, magbreakthrough.com slash Peters, And use Stu Peters till you get extra gifts with your purchase, up to two travel-sized bottles of Magnesium Breakthrough. So act fast. It's a limited time offer. Again, magbreakthrough.com slash Peters. I gave this platform to God, okay? I'm on a very specific mission. We have to identify who the real enemy is. We have to know where does this infiltration come from. 
The American people need a warrior that's unafraid to point out the real enemy. The American people are deserving of truth, exposure, and extreme accountability for the crimes against humanity that are being committed. We're on the brink of the complete collapse of America, while at the same time at the precipice of an amazing victory. If we want to prevent our children from facing a future bloodbath, I mean, I'm talking mass amounts of bloodshed, we need to step up and fight this war, and we need to fight it now. Uncensored. I refuse to be silenced or muzzled. Unafraid. No man will intimidate me. Unstoppable. Now more than any other time in our recent history, Christianity is under attack. It's under attack from governments. It's under attack from other religions. It's even under attack from within. As subversive so-called faith leaders and others have sought to force this nihilistic worldview on God's people to debase them from the biblical truth. This isn't by accident. No, this is a deliberate strategy meant to chip away at the very foundation of Christianity and replace it with something else entirely. And for many Christians, it's unavoidable. They're faced with it every single Sunday at church. This spiritual war is being waged from the pulpit by our modern-day pastors and priests of whom don't even realize the damage that they're doing because they've been given bunk education on the Christian faith. The core infrastructure of the church has fallen under attack, especially here in the United States where Christianity plays a central role in politics and where devout Christians make up a sizable voting block and thus have been made even to more vulnerable manipulation and subversion. And a huge part of this debasing from the biblical truth has revolved around Christian Zionism and Christian support of Israel. Christians in America are told that if you don't support Israel to a fault, even more than you support your own country, then you aren't following God's commands. Your prayers will go unanswered. They'll go unheard. They'll be hindered. You're damned to the lake of fire. Your soul will burn for an eternity. You're told that Jesus Christ commands you to follow the secular nation state of Israel where Christians right now are facing ethnic cleansing campaigns and nerve agent attacks from Jewish radicals backed by the Israeli government. Do you know, this is nothing new. This has been in the work for centuries, millennia even, because this is spiritual warfare. And right now, it's entering this hot phase. We're in this intense period of spiritual warfare that's beginning to manifest itself in the physical form. And the more we fight back, the more we look for answers, the more resistance we face. The more dangerous it becomes. You know, we're not servants to Israel. No, we're servants to God. And Christians in this country right now are experiencing a new great awakening. We're waking up to the lies that we've been sold, the attacks that have wreaked havoc on our faith community. Christian independent creator and journalist Jeremy Sladen has released a new article series and short film that explores the true origin of Zionism and the rapture. And he released a trailer for it over on Instagram. Take a look. After 1,800 years, a new eschatology emerges. 
You know, as a non-seminary trained Christian, I had assumed that my popularly held view of the end times, including a pre-tribulation rapture, was supported by the historic church, probably going back all the way to the time of Christ. Little did I know that neither dispensational premillennialism or the rapture was even on the table as a fully formed, widely held view until over 1800 years after Jesus ascended to heaven. Dispensationalism is a man-made system of dividing the Bible, typically consisting of seven different stages where God dispenses his grace or knowledge differently to human beings throughout history. It is a modern system that began to replace Reformed Covenant theology in the early 1800s. Over the last three years, I've asked many seminary-trained pastors the origins of dispensational premillennialism and rapture eschatology. Ninety percent of the time, they told me of John Darby from the 1800s, followed by the massive impact of the Schofield Reference Bible on Bible colleges into the early 1900s. The first time I heard this, I was troubled by it due to the late hour of its arrival in church history. I felt these pastors had to be wrong. I began to look into who these two men, Darby and Schofield, were. I discovered that while these men packaged and popularized the eschatology massively, it did not start with them. Jeremy Slayton joins us now. Um, fascinating stuff. What else did you find? Well, thanks for having me on again, Stu. Yeah, thanks, of course. Thank you for playing that because that sets a nice foundation for what I'm about to say. You know, what I found was, yes, I was troubled by the fact, and it is a fact, that Darby and Schofield had a major hand in selling this, this theology, you know, pre-millennial dispensational, or yeah, pre-millennial dispensationalism to the American church through the seminaries in a big way. Um, and we, we could talk about that. We could spend shows on that. But prior to that, how did that happen? How did they get these ideas? And there was a man named Edward Irving, who was a Scottish Reformed minister, he discovered a book. He discovered a book by a fake Jew. And I don't say that in jest. I say that for real. There was a Jesuit priest named Manuel Lacunza who was commissioned by the Pope at that time. We're talking uh, the late 1700s, early 1800s. He's writing this book. He writes it um, in Spanish, and it's called The Coming of Messiah in Glory and Majesty by one by Rabbi, Rabbi Juan Yosefat. Ben Ezra. So he took on the mantle of a Jewish converted uh, rabbi who, who said he had converted to Christianity. Well, Edward Irving, this minister, finds this book, falls in love with it, learns Spanish himself so that he can translate it himself, writes this huge preface. By the time he finds out that it was actually written by a Jesuit, he didn't even care anymore. He just he just said, this, this is fantastic stuff. He goes on, introduces that theology to Darby. But I want to read something here. I think this is very important for the audience to know. What is a Jesuit? What do they believe? What do they believe? Here is the, uh, this is from the second paragraph of the Jesuit Extreme Oath of Induction. You have been taught to insidiously plant the seeds of jealousy and hatred between communities, provinces, states that were once at peace and incite them to deeds of blood, involving them in war with each other to create revolutions and civil wars in countries that were independent and prosperous. Now listen to this, to take sides with our own combatants Combat combatants and act secretly with your brother Jesuit who might be engaged on the other side, but openly opposed to that, which you might be connected only that the church and the Pope might be the gainer in the end. So, uh, and, and one last thing it says, 
You should win the confidence in the family circle of Protestants and heretics in every class and character, as well as the merchant, the banker, the lawyer, the schools, universities, and the judiciaries. And he goes on to talk about how even become a Jew when you need to become a Jew. So it's incredible because Revelation 2, 9 and 3, 9 from our word of God talks about beware of those who call themselves Jews, but are not Jews for they are of the synagogue of Satan. And this is the most blatant example I've ever seen. Manuel Lacunza, the Jesuit priest who wrote the book, The Coming of Messiah in Glory and Majesty, which laid out the foundations after 1800 years of Christ resurrecting and going back to heaven. He writes this book that infiltrates the doctrine of the reformers, which here's, here's the reason for that. I, did, I failed to say this. The reformers at that time were looking at the Pope and looking at the Vatican and saying, you're the Antichrist and the Vatican is the beast system. Well, they were getting sick and tired of that because they were losing political power to these reformers. They were losing members of their church to the reformers. They needed to stamp that out. So the Pope commissioned this group of Jesuits to write books and specifically Manuel Lacunza's became the one that infiltrated into their doctrines, the reformers doctrines. Then that went on to John Darby and others in the United States. And we, we can go on about that, but I'll stop there. Well, that's, that's a lot to unpack. So sure. uh, in modern times, does it matter if say like a leader or a politician is Jesuit trained? I, I would think it matters in a big way, in, in, in a, in a big way, because it's talking about them being subversive elements. Uh, but, but I think it matters to excavate the history. You know, when you get great pastors or your own pastor who may be fighting against woke ideology and they seem like they're on point or you turn on Charlie Kirk and you think, man, that guy, he, he's fighting the woke. You know, he's standing against feminism and BLM and all that, but they're not getting to the source of these things. So it's not only Jesuits. That's I'm really not after the Jesuits here as much as I'm after the Talmudic influence of all of this, because the Jesuits and the Jews at that time were working together in a, in a big way. Um, but you, they're afraid to go back and actually talk about key verses in Scripture, which calls this stuff out. Beware of the synagogue of Satan. And I know being a, you know, my whole life, Stu, I was a Zionist. I was brought up in churches that, you know, had the star of David and I, I was all about it because I'm thinking, well, you got a bunch of barbarians. Then you've got God's chosen people. Well, you begin to dig into that, and that book, The Coming of Messiah and Glory and Majesty, was where this idea of Christian Zionism really came onto the scene in a very big way. And I've got a problem. I've got a problem when a theology begins to take hold 1,800 years after the Bible was written. There's a problem there. Yeah. Um, I know of a pastor in the town where I live who very much was in the faces of school boards going after, you know, mask mandates and very much in the faces of the school board, you know, during COVID and posting all over, you know, the internet and not making a whole lot of friends in the faith community because a lot of pastors were standing at the pulpit and saying, hey, uh, the loving thing to do is to go get your fifth booster. You know, yep. stay six feet away from each other. The loving thing to do is to wear a mask. You know, it's, it's you know, 15 days to flatten the curve or slow the spread or whatever. Yes. And so... They looked at him, and and also he's very against you know uh, lesbian preachers and pastors because it's, it's, a, it's no such thing. Yeah, so, so he's saying a lot of good things, yeah, a lot of good things. But as soon as I started to question Jews, and as soon as I started to notice the influence that Israel has over you know our foreign policy and everywhere in our government, he really lashed out at me. As a matter of fact, he came to my house. I've told the story on the air before came to my house and sat outside of my house while I had my kids in my house 
we were leaving. He waited for us to go outside and then just berated me right in front of my kids. Yeah. Don't ever tell anybody that you're a Christian ever again. You know, how dare yeah. you stand against the chosen people and the Holy Land and God's chosen people. And so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing this firsthand. Yes. I'm, I'm yes. seeing that, that, that this Jesuit influence firsthand and that these people may not even know what it is that they're doing because of how they were taught and how they were indoctrinated and the schooling that they received. And this is just the, the accepted doctrine that they have. And yes. then they re-preach it in front of a flock of, you know, ignorant people that just take this because just like you, I was raised the same way. And, yeah. you know, I got into it with my own mom about this Israel stuff. And now she's starting to see, wait a minute. No. Yeah. You're, you're right. And then yeah. she, she listens to some other guy uh, who's, you know, kind of, kind of roughly and meekly kind of saying some of the same things that we are, but being very cautious. And yep. this platform isn't nearly the size of this one. And we're, we're, we're obviously attracting a lot of heat, but you said that the Jesuit influence to you is not as important as the Talmudic influence. And I'd like to hear you speak on that. Yeah, because I don't think you've got as many Jesuits directing our foreign policy, our Federal Reserve, every aspect of our media, the woke ideologies that started at the Frankfurt School, which was mostly run by Zionist Jews, or at least people that called themselves Jews. But let's just talk for a second about our uh, resident in chief. You know, here, here are his, some of his key appointees. So we can go on and on. You know, Sean Hannity and everybody else can talk about the dangers of Ilhan Omar and how they're going to you know, bring about a Somalian influence and Islam. I'm more concerned with Janet Yellen, Secretary of the Treasury, Merrick Garland, Attorney General, Alejandro Mayorkas, the Secretary of Homeland Security, Avril Haines, Director of National Intelligence, Ron Klain, White House Chief of Staff, four-star Admiral, Admiral Chan, not admirable, Admiral, Rachel Levine, transgender, I don't even know the, guy, the guy's real name, Anthony Blinken, Secretary of State, Wendy Sherman, Deputy Secretary of State, Victoria Newland, Secretary for Political Affairs, David Cohen, director of the CIA. I could go on and on. I could go on and on. Do, does, the, does your pastor who berated you in your front lawn, does he know that? Does he know that, that, that this you know, Israel nation state that he's supporting has so many so-called Jewish people in Biden's uh, own you know, positions of power that are directing our national policy? Does he like the open border? Does he like what's going on there? Because the Jewish lobby, I don't know if you, that pastor knows this or my pastor knows this for, for you know, lack of a better way to say it. I don't know that they know that the Jewish lobby gave four times the amount of money to Joe Biden's campaign as they did to Donald Trump. You don't know if your so, pastor knows this? I don't know if he does. I, I've been trying to get a hold of him to talk about it. And I want to be cautious because I love my pastor, but it's, it's a very similar thing where we've been so blinded and buffaloed into these two camps of you're either with Hezbollah and Hamas or you're with the beautiful nation state of Israel. That's God's chosen people. Yeah. Well, gosh, you either you support at, terrorism or you're, yes. yeah, you're with God's chosen people. And I, and I tell you, Stu, you posted something two nights ago, and it's I, I, I'm not often scared these days. I've had to learn to become very bold, very brave. You posted something that scared me. And the reason it scared me is because I feel like we're being subverted into creating, into fomenting a massive war, thinking we're doing the right thing, we being the Christians that don't get it yet, um, that are going to go to the NRB, the National Religious Broadcasters, and it's going to be all about supporting Israel. And you posted that video of i think it was iran's army which army was it and it was set to music and these these bad boys are pissed they're they're mad at this point and here's the reason here's the reason 
Yes, there was a horrible attack on October 7th. Let's just let's set that aside against Israel. Okay. Then we've got what 30 to 40,000 now in an indiscriminate artificial intelligence driven bombing initiative by Israel into Gaza. All right. 30 to 40,000 kid killed over 10,000 children killed. Okay. I'm going to be upset too at that point. And you know what they've named that artificial intelligence uh, bombing initiatives to tell me the gospel. That's what they named it. So that's what these pastors need to understand is these Zionists at the very top who are feeding money to Biden and they're absolutely loving these megachurch pastors. They've got both sides on the left. It's about power and global control on the right. It's about God's chosen people and this Zionist influence over the whole world that we think, you know, Jesus is going to step down and congratulate us for, for, for doing that. So they've got both sides and it's leading somewhere that's getting really ugly because that video you posted of, of the comeback initiative, that ain't looking pretty. That, that makes me very nervous. We have kicked a hornet's nest. Yes. And we all know what happens when you do that. And yeah, they're pissed. They're really pissed. What would you feel like? Think of how you felt on 9-11. Yes. How did this country and feel on the 12th of September about those radical Islamic extremist terrorists that flew planes into our towers? We were ready to go turn the whole place to glass because 3,000 some odd people died that day. We're talking about 10,000 kids, 10,000 kids, 30 to 40,000 yes. people dead over 10 times as many. And I think that number is probably low because I've seen these entire city blocks just indiscriminately yes. being bombed, apartment complexes, churches, libraries. Yeah. I mean, all of it in and, the and name Stu, of defeating I've got, Hamas. I've got, video, I've got video that I'm not allowed to share right now because I promised the person that I wouldn't. It is video of an IDF mid-level guy who is very un under extreme duress talking to a group of ministers, pastors that have come over to support Israel saying, I don't know what's wrong with our, with our government. We gave, we gave Hamas $30 million earlier this year. And one of the men spoke up was like, what do you mean? Like on a pallet? And he's like, yes. So, so here's what's going on. If you want to sell a vaccine, you need a COVID. If you want to get massive support for Israel, the nation state, and expanding the borders, you need a Hamas. You need to be attacked. If you want a 20-year war and the American funding to do it, you need a 9-11. These people are so evil, they've figured that out, and they know that the American Christian is going to, like sheep, follow their shepherd that says, just support Israel. And we're dumping money into them that are then subversively going against everything that we believe. Unbelievable. But, but very believable. We're watching it happen right, right in front of our faces. And to your point, if you want to rally support for a forever war, you need an ISIS. So CIA creates ISIS. You got it. If you want to install a Nazi as the so-called de facto leader of the fake country of Ukraine, then your CIA needs to effect a violent coup in 2014 to unseat a democratically elected regime. If you want to spread democracy, you've got to bomb people. You've got to kill people. Yes. That's how you spread democracy. Yes. Uh, Interesting you just said that about Nazi de facto leader of Ukraine, who is also a Jew. Jewish. Right. And this, this is a side note, but we're, if you ever have me on again, we're going to come back to this. 
Nathan Rothschild, the one that died in 1836, thereabouts, who was involved with all of this stuff I was talking about earlier with the Jesuits and the let's form a nation state and let's get involved with the theology. Yeah. He was buried. You got to go into the Rothschild's archives to find this. He was buried with a book called The Hebrew Talisman. The Hebrew Talisman. Very difficult to find information about this book. And it, it talks about all of these things coming about, it lays out the plan. And you know what the symbol on that book is by the publisher, the Lucius Trust? It is a Nazi swastika overlaid, overlaid with a star of David. Those two things. So at the, you got it at the, but most people aren't even going to recognize. So yes, star of Rim fan and the Nazi swastika together at the very top. These people are working in cahoots. And they know it. That's the thing. Mayorkas knows it. Yellen knows it. Newland yes. knows it. Garland knows it. These people aren't just accidentally practicing in this satanic mass murder agenda. They knowingly are carrying out premeditated genocide, mass murder, ethnic cleansing, and they're doing it because they want to see Christianity completely eradicated and replaced with something different. You got it. You know, my, my prayers... Uh, got they are Satanists. Yes, finish with your prayer because I've got one minute left. My prayer, Stu, before I came on the show, I pray, I pray that guys like you and guys like me and many, many others, men and women that are coming to knowledge of these things, that we use wisdom, that we, that we give some people some margin because they're coming awake on this issue. But it is the biggest red pill for the American Christian to swallow. So we got to give them time to do it. So let's not just throw grenades and drop bombs and make enemies on all sides. Let's use nuance and wisdom as we talk about these issues. Yeah. A very little latitude should be given to these people as they're waking up and a whole lot of grace for the lives that they have lived because we were one of them. We are imperfect serving a perfect father and a perfect God. Jeremy Slayton, great work. Very, very good work. I'm, I'm, I'm completely impressed and I'm going to have you back again very soon. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you, Stu. I would like to reserve this book in your name. It's called No Grid Survival Projects, and inside you'll find 75 ingenious do-it-yourself projects that can help you to protect your own family, not only from long-term blackouts or after an EMP, but also in times of economic crisis, riots, hyperinflation, hurricanes, civil war, martial law, or any other unforeseen events that may come our way. This book, the immediate payoff of having these projects is that they make you independent, self-sufficient on your own property. You don't want to depend on the government or anyone else for your basic needs. You'll discover things like how to make water out of thin air, the long-lasting survival foods that you can make at home, automatic backyard traps and alarms for looters and intruders, a pressurized rainwater harvester, EMP-proof survival generators, the self-sustaining greenhouse, a simple device that can keep you off of FEMA's radar, do-it-yourself, no-grid air conditioning unit, and a whole lot more. Yes, air conditioning units. Do it yourself. The immediate payoff of having these projects is that they make you independent and self-sufficient on your own property. You don't want to depend on anybody else. Go to nogridprojects.com slash stew and take advantage of a 75% discount. This book right here, and this offer won't be available for long. That's nogridprojects.com slash stew. You all know that I love magnesium breakthrough. It's been a life changer for me. My sleep, my mood, my relaxation. So for those of you that have never tried it, now's your chance because this month only, you can get a free bottle of this best-selling full-spectrum supplement that contains all seven forms of magnesium that your body craves in exactly the right balance. By Optimizers, the people who make this magnesium breakthrough are offering a 14-day sleep challenge. So for all of you in Stew Crew, you get a free 14-day supply. All you have to do is pay some nominal shipping fee. That's it. No other strings attached. No other purchase required. The challenge is simple. 
Try Mag Breakthrough for 14 days. See all the positive changes I just mentioned. If your sleep and energy are not absolutely rocking by the end of 14 days, you've lost nothing. But if they are, your life is back on track. Get your free bottle. Go to magbreakthrough.com slash Peters. Again, that's magbreakthrough.com slash Peters. Enter the coupon code Peters 10 That's it. Look, they wouldn't be letting me give these bottles away if they weren't 100% confident how effective it is. And again, this is now on the short list of supplements that I absolutely have to have every day. Get your free 14-day supply right now, magbreakthrough.com slash Peters. Again, magbreakthrough.com slash Peters. I have an urgent message for gun owners from Vanish Holsters, and I hope it doesn't upset you, but after February, you're not going to hear me talk about the world's most comfortable holster and the amazing deal that I've been running with them. For 10 months, I've been telling you that this holster will change your concealed carry life forever. I've been telling you that this is the holster that finally helps you get rid of the excuses that you have for not carrying all day, every day, everywhere that you go. And for the past few months, I've been telling you, hey, we have a special chance to help my viewers get this amazing deal on this crazy comfortable holster. But that all ends at the end of this month. I'm sad to see it end. I know you will be too. So if you want to use my special link to get this ridiculous deal on this holster, complete with an unconditional money-back guarantee, go to vnsh.com slash stew. Again, that's vnsh.com slash stew. Remember, this holster is widely considered the most comfortable holster in the world. It works with 99% of modern firearms, carries two extra mags, and works with absolutely any clothing or no clothing because of the built-in belt. And this is the last time that I'll be talking about Vanish and their special deal. So go grab it before it's gone. Go to vnsh.com slash stew to claim this deal before it's too late. Again, that's vnsh.com slash stew.